This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's talk to Matthew Collar. He's joining us now, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. I'm surprised you didn't give him any music underneath. What was that? What was that all about? It was uh, it, it was an abbreviated open that somehow... Mm. Okay, all the shade for one Matthew Collar. Matthew, how does that make you feel, buddy? Oh, I'm fine. I, I like, uh, you know, TV shows that start with the dry open, you know, like The Office or something. So I guess that's kind of what we got that here. That was too dry. Yeah, but no, it's... Uh, that was too dry. More, more football, less music, more football. We need a l- little bass line like uh, Seinfeld or something. Do, 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 football. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's get the train back, back on the tracks. How you doing, Matthew? <laughs> I'm doing great. You- uh, I mean... It's it's been a while. It's been a real long while since I have covered a playoff football game. I mean, Stephon Diggs was still on the Minnesota Vikings the last time I covered a playoff game. Playoffs? I love that's one of my all time favorite sound bites from from Coach Moore. Playoffs, but we're talking playoff football. All right, and so I had earlier on this show Lawrence Tynes, two time Super Bowl winning um uh kicker with the uh New York Giants. Clearly He's giving me his perspective from the angle of the Giants, and he thinks highly of the Minnesota Vikings, loves Justin Jefferson, talks about how elite he is, and he's I guess he's a big fan of Dalvin Cook, too, and he feels like Dalvin Cook gets disrespected. But let me start with this. How do you view the New York Giants? Because the New York Giants, you know, everybody's talking about they're healthier in terms of their secondary and they're this and they're that. How do you view their organization, their their team? And, and we've already seen them play once against the Vikings earlier in the year. Yeah, uh, I think that Delvin Cook actually gets too much respect um, based on priors, not based on what he's been this year. Uh, because there was a stat that he has uh, lost the most yardage over expected. So based on how your team is blocked, how many yards you'd expect to get, he was dead last among starting running backs for losing the most yardage. So I think we hit that wall that we've been talking about for a couple of years, but uh, neither here nor there. Uh, the, the New York Giants, I think, are a team that is very confident right now and that is scary enough to win the game, but not scary enough to be favored. Um, and I think that's right. Like, Could you see Daniel Jones having another good day against this defense? For sure but he doesn't have a Justin Jefferson. Uh, Daniel Jones is absolutely incapable of throwing the ball downfield. I mean, he is the most Alex Smithian Alex Smith I've ever seen. Uh, Only 4.9% of his passes have gone over 20 yards, which is, like, hilarious. I mean, that's almost never throwing the ball downfield. 
So they are a team that has to run. They have to get underneath stuff. They have to have long drives, which is just hard to do. I mean, if you have to run 10, 12 plays and the other team has Zedarius Smith and Daniel Hunter, is one of those plays going to get blown up? Like you would kind of expect that the answer is yes. So they're, they're like capable, but not dangerous on offense. And on defense, there's no statistic you can find that makes them look good. Like they have only intercepted six passes all along their secondary. Even if they have a Dory Jackson back, he's not very good. Their linebackers are absolutely horrendous in pass coverage, which we saw with uh, TJ Hawkinson getting 13 uh, catches the last time they played. It really comes down to pretty much one or two guys. And one of them is Dexter Lawrence who is their phenomenal defensive tackle, and then probably Kayvon Thibodeau. I mean, and, and that battle over the right tackle without Brian O'Neill there. I mean, that's really what it comes down to is, can the New York Giants create explosive plays with Saquon Barkley on the offensive side because he is an all-pro caliber talent, and can they sack or strip sack or pick off or cause a tip pass for Kirk Cousins? Because otherwise, I mean, the Vikings should have more talent and, and have enough to win this game um, but there's just a few things that kind of a few players on that team that kind of make you think like if they have a huge game, uh, the Vikings could lose. Well, you know, clearly we know that in the postseason or not just even in the postseason, but just in any football game that turnovers are the contributing in a major factor in any matchup. But take aside from the turnovers. Do you think that the Giants recipe to try to win this game or the way that they want to go about it is ball control and just, you know, utilizing Saquon, like you mentioned, and and maybe dinking and dunking because you're talking about the Alex Smith deal. Is, is, is that just the way that they're going to try to operate on offense? Yeah, that's the thing is that they can't operate in any other way. <laughs> it's the only <laughs> thing that they really they – they just don't have the players. I mean, unless Kenny Galladay shocks us uh, and comes off the bench and all of a sudden starts going downfield like he used to do when he would have big games against the Vikings as a member of the Detroit Lions. They just don't have receivers who can really do it. I mean, for the most part, you know, a guy like Ricky James averages 10 yards a catch because they're throwing underneath to him all the time. They just don't have dangerous options at wide receiver or tight end. And even when throwing to Saquon Barkley, I mean, everybody knows that's coming, and he only averages about six yards of reception. So they really don't have anybody that scares you. What would concern you is that if they do have those long drives and they can't convert on third downs, then you're talking about the offense for the Vikings having to sit on the sidelines for a long time. And, I mean, I know it's about the oldest sort of concept there is in football, but if Justin Jefferson's not on the field, then he's not catching touchdowns against you. So, I mean, I think that's going to be part of the Giants' game plan is to run and run consistently against the Vikings team that – is pretty mediocre against the run. I think they're 22nd in terms of rushing yards allowed per game. Uh, they need a couple of first-down runs from Daniel Jones that keep drives going, and I think that's helped. And the biggest thing for the Giants, because I do have confidence they can have those long drives, but they cannot turn the ball over at all. If they do, they'll probably lose, and we saw that last time. I mean, that's been their real key to success the whole season. They're one of the best, if not the best, in the league at not turning it over, and that's one of the reasons why Alex Smith won so many games, because if you win that turnover battle, you do often win. But, um, you know, I think they'll probably need a couple of explosive plays here or there to beat the Vikings. Talking to Matthew Collar from Purple Insider here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO on the John Cole, uh, John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. So now when you look at the Vikings side of it 
and you look at that offensive line and how banged up it is. Um, look, in terms of Gary Bradbury and uh, who was it, uh, uh, Brandell's coming back. Like, how do you view that situation? Are you confident that the offensive line is going to be able to hold up against the Giants' defense? Oh, not at all. <laughs> not at all. No. <laughs> he said no zero, confidence. Zero, zero, zero out of ten uh, for confidence that they can hold up. No, I mean, uh, I don't mean to be too uh, dire with that comment, but honestly, I mean, this is a tremendous defensive line that they're facing. Um, they have stars up there, and they love to blitz. And one of the things that's hard about the blitz is, is it usually takes communication. And if you have all five starters in there, communicating is, is okay. But if you don't, then it's really hard to do with new guys. And they still have a rookie right guard who's struggled all season long. They have a right tackle, whether it's Ole Udo or Blake Brandle. Either one of those guys is not all that experienced and not all that good. I mean, the drop-off for Brian O'Neill to the next guy is just absolutely massive. He's a legitimate star in the league. Um, so going to you know a backup is, is pretty tough there. So they're going to have to maybe limit some of the stuff T.J. Hawkinson can do by putting a, you know, a, a tight end over that right side to try and protect it a little bit or to shift their protection over that way. Uh, they did get good news, though, today that Garrett Bradbury practiced uh, in full for the first time in a couple of weeks, and that was going to be a huge deal because Thursday is kind of the most intense practice of the week. So getting a full participation from him, was good, except for we'll just have to wait till tomorrow and see how his back responds. Um, but if he can play, that's much better than having Chris Reed play against Dexter Lawrence. But it's still a huge mismatch. I mean, Lawrence just dominated them the last time that they played. So, that, I mean, yeah, they should be very, very concerned about this offensive line. And, and that's the thing is that in almost all areas, I think the Vikings are the better football team, except for that one. And guess which one is, is the area that's taken apart the Vikings in a lot of big games in the past? It's that interior of the offensive line, and it's you know the pass rush, a strip sack, or, or an interception under pressure, something like that. I think that's the thing that probably is going to keep Vikings fans up at night uh, on Saturday night waiting for this game. Well, two first-year head coaches um, that have been around for a while, right? Uh, when you look at Coach Kevin O'Connell and, and Brian Dayball, uh, who do you give the edge to if you give it to anybody? Well, I, I think I would give it to O'Connell because he has Justin Jefferson and Brian Dable doesn't. And I think that makes your job easier uh, as an offensive play caller. But you know, I think that these are kind of two guys looking in the mirror. They both came from highly successful offenses, highly successful organizations in Los Angeles and Buffalo. And they've been major culture changers and good game planners. And they've really shifted around organizations that were kind of floundering. I mean, you look at uh, O'Connell's approach, and, and when you see the, that they're one of the heaviest pass teams in the league, I mean, that's very different from what they were under Mike Zimmer, where they wanted to run all the time. So they've become a more modern team. They've become a more bonded and close team that believes in itself. Kirk Cousins believes in himself more than he ever has. And I think there's a lot of the same things you could say for the New York Giants, that you know it was there with Daniel Jones that he could be a game-managing guy who could run every once in a while, but no other uh, of the offensive coordinators were able to get that out of him that they had before under Joe Judge. So you know, I think that both of these guys have been major positives and maybe sort of evidence that you should look for, you know, when you're hiring coaches, guys that uh, have like offensive backgrounds and, and things like that, although Nate Hackett did as well. So maybe it's not a perfect, a perfect thing, but these have been two of the best hires 
from the last hiring cycle. And it's going to be interesting how they battle because I think postseason experience does matter. Both of them have a lot of it as coordinators, but not so much as head coaches. Who do you like? Give me a prediction. Uh, I am taking the Vikings here by three points in a high-scoring game because that just makes the most sense to me. So maybe something like 28-25 or 31-28. I don't think they can run away from anybody. I think they're always going to keep the other team in the game because of their defense. But I think when I go through their entire rosters, uh, the Vikings are just a more talented team. Matthew Collar, Purple Insider, talking to us here, talking Vikings football, predicting a slight Vikings victory on Sunday. We'll take it any way that we can get it. Uh, joining us on the John Schuster Cole Baker Hotline. All right, Matthew, I will see you on Sunday at uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. All right, man. See you there. All right, take care. Matthew Collar joining us here. Breaking it down. Check out Purple Insider, please. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 